earth itself is is matching the yes. vibration of the rest of the universe. Yes. And we have the sun that's full of this energy too and all of the humans walking mm -hmm. around on the earth are figuring it out. I yeah. mean, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how it feels, but that I love that that you followed this in such a clear beautiful way interesting and, yeah interesting way do you know the purpose of <gasps> it's guinness glennis glennis uh -huh. do you know the purpose of it she it's uh she always just calls it um a healing and uh, like a like when we talk about it it's always a community like with unity all in caps so i know it's just um it's a community dedicated to healing and awakening and oneness. Yeah. Um, I she talks often about miracles. Uh, many of her messages say that you know, um, cancers and everything that will it'll be gone. Yeah. Um, she has talked about it being like Lourdes. That doesn't make sense to us because of the way the land is. Like there, you know, we'd have to bring people in on like a like a um, shuttle or something. Um, I mean, things have like, it's kind of strange how it has opened up, like all of the things that we thought weren't possible, all of a sudden things have been made possible. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I think it is, it is a space for gathering, and I think it's a place for, for people to come for healing and for connection. I, I get the feeling that just by being there, they will, people will awaken or enlighten, um, things will shift for them, you know, both physically and emotionally and, you know, uh, spiritually, or I guess all, in all sorts of ways. So. Just think like back to that moment when you were sharing, first of all, just a mind blowing story. Like I, I always listened for people listening and I was just so captivated by what you were sharing mm -hmm. and the flow of it and like relating that to like those moments where it did seem kind of kooky or quirky and oh, sure. I pressed send too, you know, like, yes. And what people would have thought or like all of that stuff, like you were bringing up, like there's a element to your humanness that I think people are going to relate to when they listen and that yet you did it anyway and like opened that up and you didn't know where it was going to go. And then when you were ready, the Mary energy came to you. Yes. And then it was, th and it's been that sense, right? Yes. Um, we still will connect occasionally, not so much myself. My husband receives messages. Um, uh, there's a guide named Senecal, which means the upper room, which of course makes sense because it's kind of like the upper or higher consciousness, I guess. Um, Senecal, uh, he has a guide named Afilhado, which was very strange to us again because when we spelled it, that meant nothing. But um, when he looked it up, it's uh, Portuguese for like stepdaddy or stepfather or like male, kind of like a male mentor. And um, that was very meaningful to us because I, you know, part of my experience when I was 21, I was um, an 
you know, an unwed mother with an, an unplanned pregnancy. And the night I found out about my pregnancy was the night I had this uh, transformational, this spiritually transformative experience. So my husband, Mark, um, we met him when my son Blaze was one and I was a single mom. And he, I mean, he never questioned one second um, mm. of becoming Blaze's father. Uh took him on fully. And it always reminded me of like Joseph, you know, it was sort of um, like St. Joseph because he kind of, you know, the story and I know there's question if she was an actual virgin and things like that. But the idea is he took this on, even though other people would look at it maybe as, um, you know, no, you're right on. You know what I'm saying. Yes, so I've always exactly. thought of that. And then we had two other sons. And so Mark is um, what I'm learning now, and what I'm understanding is Mary. A big part of her message is about the divine feminine. Okay, mm-hmm. and she's talking about the divine feminine awakening. And I, I, I think a lot of people think that means like woman power and it has nothing to do with that it has about it's about balance and it's about balance within and so a lot of my um mark's messages and my son's messages are about this connecting to the 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 divine feminine within and they are actually the males are the the place where this will really occur it's not about women taking over it's about creating that balance and for men to discover that balance within them and to bring more of the nurturing and the love and the, uh, the unity or connecting um, ideas forward. And I think that that's, you know, so Mark began like a, a men's book club and things like that to try to mentor men and they do kind of spiritual books and podcasts or um, they watch videos and things like that. And it's about getting in touch with you know, this Both other sides. side. and um, Well, that's... It's the part of, of them becoming free to be fully who they are. Right. Because it's natural to have a balance of masculine and feminine, but men didn't feel that way in this world. It didn't right. feel... They didn't feel free to do so. And now mm-hmm. they can. Yeah. So she speaks a lot about that. Um I imagine some of the listeners will wonder about, well, is this really Blessed Mary? Because she only refers to herself as Mary Lady of Light, okay? And so I asked her once, I said, you know, people are asking that. And um, it was kind of cute because she said, I am the divine feminine, the cosmic mother, the mother of Jesus. But then she kind of, she has a little sense of humor, and she said, (laughs) But you can even call me the sugar plum fairy, which to me was like I am I am a guide that is about joy and about um, Mother. love love and fun and things like that. And sometimes she'll say things like, it's okay to think of me as, you know, one of your girlfriends. Like we don't have to put these guides on a level that they're not accessible or that we feel guilt. I mean, they're here. They're one with us to guide us. They're our higher yeah. self. Yes. yes. She didn't want. She didn't want you to look at her as being better and on a pedestal. She wanted to be one with 
Right. All. Absolutely. I and, love that. Um, you know, so she'll talk about That's Jesus. That's balance in itself right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's balance in itself right there. She'll talk about Jesus and talks about, you know, the way and that, you know, we lost touch with the way that he came to show us this way of mastery, which is really living our divine self. Um, and she'll talk about the second coming. Uh, which is Christ consciousness or unity consciousness. So she does not, um, she'll make references to either the Catholic or Christian church, but also we get a lot, a lot of messages that she brings in other cultures, other faith traditions. The other day she said, um, clothe yourself in a burqa of joy. And I thought, oh my, how beautiful is that, that image. So I, you know, and I looked up burqa, I found out there's many different uh, types of coverings. um, But the burqa is the full body one. And to cover yourself in a burqa of joy, I just thought, wow, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Because it has such a negative connotation. But when you said that, that's like, it's, Busting another paradigm. I mean, she's full of busting the paradigms she, that we have created here on the earth. That's that just lot. covering. That's joy. Like, right. Finding yeah. us in joy. Absolutely. Like, I just, oh, my God, this is like, amazing. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's just been um, obviously life-changing, but also um it's like the most natural yes. thing. We uh, we ended up in March. Um, we sold our home so that we could, um, uh, in order, we could purchase the property while we were living in our home. But we can't. We couldn't build the property. Uh, we can't. You know. So yeah. we are now renting, and it was. You know, a lot of people were like wait, what? You're like selling your house and, you know, change. and it was sort of like, absolutely. Because you're going to live there. Yeah. Yes, but also, I mean, I mean, we trust that what we're being told is true because everything else, and I think that that was part of like maybe why when I had the experience 31 years ago, I was given two um, kind of, I guess, uh, not pieces of advice, but two basic uh, tenets to live on, okay? Because my life was very, I was in a very destructive phase of my life. I had not dealt with some earlier trauma. Even though I had a great childhood and family, there was some trauma from earlier that I had kind of turned against myself. So for about eight years, I had, um, I was not living, you know, in alignment. um, And really probably self-abusing is what I would say. And that night, when I had the experience, um, you know, I was, two things were basically downloaded into me. And I began living from those principles, and my life changed so quickly and so dramatically. Um, and I still live with those every single day. And I learned that I don't really want to be um, in charge of, like, I don't want my ego self, my fearful self to be in charge of my life. I don't want that. I don't want to listen to that side of me. I want to listen to the side of me that is um, connected, that is Mm -hmm. that higher dimension that 
is an awareness of unity and the divine and all that that offers. And I mean, it was it was very um, dramatic how it changed my life. And I think I was given probably that experience so that that I would trust when this happened. You know, there was really no way to say no. And when I say that, yes, of course, we have free will and we have hesitated and things like that. But um, to to align your will with something like that, I mean, it's I will say to you the last year and a half has been miraculous for my husband and I. I mean, healings uh, for illnesses that have come, um, all sorts of kind of. Well, you know, pretty wild things. And it's been miraculous and magical. The only negative parts are our own doubt and fear. But nothing nothing bad's happened. Which aren't real. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. So we just work daily to try to sort of overcome those, you know, to choose again. Um, and to, to follow this That'll direction. That'll fall off of you. I feel it. Yeah. That part will just fall off. You know, another thing that came to me when you were talking earlier about the man in France. Yes. He spoke French, you spoke spoke English, but you had a conversation yes. for an happen? hour. For me, that feels like she was showing you or the divine was showing you that anything's possible. Right. If you can do this, why can't you do this or this yes. or these other things that don't look possible? Mm-hmm. at the property. But I just thought that was so profound that... It spoke to us about communication as well, yes. that even though you feel like you can't communicate, and whether that be like there's a lot of people that think they can't have these experiences or they can pray one way, but they don't right. receive. Um, to me, it was a message, a full message about communication. Mm-hmm. Just we we don't have to understand it. <sighs> That our yes. heart, the telepathy part. Yes, yes, our heart will receive, and it was something that occurred in this physical world, but it had symbolism and meaning right. beyond. And so it was, oh, it was a really amazing mm-hmm. um, encounter. Like I said, we kind of were like, "What just happened?" <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. and we were just talking about the church and the mosaics and the different scenes and the different things. This man was, there was no, it wasn't like a profound necessarily conversation per se. I mean, it was, it was very lovely and fun, but um, it, it just showed us, oh my goodness. Um, you wouldn't have thought that was possible when you walked correct, in. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of, a lot of stories like, like that. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that kind of, it also kind of keeps us going a little bit because right. when we start wondering like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? And can we trust this? Um, you know, oftentimes we are given some sort of uh, beautiful experience that helps us recommit. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you know where the spring is located that she says will start gushing? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a piece of the Lord's um, yeah. energy that she was talking, or they've been talking about, that it will be... Mm-hmm. I think, um, so what What she had originally said to us is, so this, the, there's 10 acres that this is, yes. this land is. Um, 
and there's a lot of land around it because it's in the flood zone. So there's multiple parks around there. Very beautiful. When we go out on the river, um, you can't see civilization. There's no other homes. There's no anything. Um, so it's a lot of green space, a lot of water. And um, so what she had told us is that she, she basically said the spring is at X marks the spot, okay, which was very cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so uh, she said one of the other things that was very neat was in the beginning, and this was actually before Mary uh, had come in, but right from the beginning we were told that it ran under the nail line, and we did not know what that meant. But then our realtor, when we got our survey plans and we blew it up, there was a little line on there called the nail line. So that was not something, once again, we were familiar with. So that we had heard about first, and then we were then there it was. So we knew it had something to do with that. And then um, one day, uh, and, and then so it was X marks the spot under the old pipe, so we were out there at the property, my husband, myself, our two realtors, and this wonderful landscaping person named Xavier, which that's kind of a funny story too. But um, anyway, I was standing on one of the bridges, and um, there's a creek that runs underneath the bridge, so it would be perpendicular. And as I was standing on the bridge, all the guys were down below in the creek, kind of looking around, and the real the, the um, woman, Debbie Realtor, and I were both standing on top of the bridge. And right when I was standing there, as I looked, I could tell I was standing on an X, okay? And so all of a sudden, I said to Mark, I said, oh my goodness, I'm standing on an X. I wonder if this is X marks the spot. And right when I finished saying that, Xavier, the landscape person, said, oh, wow, there's this huge old pipe under the bridge. So long story short, um, she directed us and said it's right at the base where the pipe flows out. And so there's a crossing there where the two streams meet. And what is very fascinating about the land is there's this huge area. You can tell at some point there must have been like almost like a pool there. But there's just this very mild, like, um, it's a constant moving, you know, there's mm -hmm. constant moving water. So there's a spring. But at some point, that must have been filled because we've been out there when it rains and everything, and it never gets that filled. So I, I think what she's letting us know is that's going to reopen, mm -hmm. and I think it will reopen. Sometimes she does talk about, um, and I don't, she always says you don't need to go into fear, but she does talk about the earth, earth, earth shaking. Yeah, She'll call it, she calls it the earth shaking. Yeah. Um, yes. There will be an earth shake. Um, she does talk about lights in the sky, um, and she always says do not go into fear. You know, we ask, do we need to do anything to prepare? And she says, absolutely not. There is nothing you need to do. All will be well. Everyone, you know, it's all good. So I'm, you know, we are near a fault line here in the St. Louis area. Mm -hmm. And so we have different things. So I'm open to that, that there could be possibly a tremor or something that that would then reopen yes. and that would flow. And um, 
of course, we're we're all open to miracle water flowing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've seen other miracles, so I can't, I'm not going to doubt it. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I just don't want this to end. I know. I know. Well, Thank we'll just you. have to have you come back as sure. things progress. Yes, for because sure. Well, how do, two things I want to know. Yes. Have they talked to you about the crystals underneath there, the land? We get a lot of messages about the land. Um, some of it she calls, uh, she says the land sits on the nitor vortex, and that is spelled N-I-T-O-R. And then, of course, when we looked that up, nitor means shining or brilliant, which is lovely. So she says it sits on the nitor vortex. She says um, she she talks more, and I do feel like this is symbolic more, but she talks about um, the land in many different ways being um, like sometimes she'll say that the sod is miracle sod and there is like uh, elements or nitrates mm-hmm. or different things in there that um, – is miraculous. She has discussed things about caves that there are, she'll call them jewels, and I think she's referring to crystals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to add here, um, if people are like wondering, well, why isn't it very clear? Like sometimes these messages, she's, my messages, she uses um, a somewhat archaic language and she has said, and once again, I did not know anything about this. She said that we were connected at the time of the Essenes, and occasionally she will use Aramaic words, and I don't know Aramaic. Um, so she'll flip them back to something in English. But I do believe like a, you know, I guess if you were doing like a telegraph, it's not always, or like Morse code, it's not always a perfect, like, she speaks in sentences, but she uses language often that I don't always understand, so I have to get clarity. Um, so she has not used the word crystal per se, but she talks about gold. She talks about jewels. She talks about the sod. Um, she uses a word um, that there's like philium, and it's like P-H-Y-L-L-I-U-M, which I don't think that there's a connection. I, I haven't been able to Google that word or, I, you know, find that the meaning, but she talks about that a lot in the land. But she does talk that there's a living earth there. So it almost feels like there's higher dimensional beings that that live in that karst or, and that will open at some point. Um, you know, we do hear about other higher dimensional beings that are on the land, um, we know that there have been Native Americans that have used yeah. that property for many, many centuries. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's... And the star people, too. And the star yeah. people. Yeah, when she want, she wanted the building, she said, um, I want a triangular window facing the river, which is west. And she said, um, make sure to keep it clean and I've got to believe it's some sort of portal. Yeah. So, um, I the, know. And the last, uh, this how this all started with you, the channeling thing. Like, yes. so do you teach that now? Or, like, 
Do you, how do you share that with other people or you say, go click on the $22 thing? I am happy to share the website. It is not my, um, is, it is not my offering. Is she still still up? The website's still still up. up. Oh, and Mm -hmm. I've met her. So her name is Suzanne Spooner. She is a quantum, Suzanne, uh, quantum healing, uh, hypnosis practitioner that lives in Des Moines, Iowa. And while she was actually being regressed or hypnotized, I think while she was going through her own training, um, her father, who was deceased, came through and gave her this method of connection, and she has shared it. So um, the the website for that is just simply www.theartofuniversalknowing.com, and um, it kind they talk they call it talk for short, which is. T-A-U-K, The Art of Universal Knowing. But you can go on there. She just has the um, some videos, short videos about how to connect with it, how to do the channeling. Um, so what Mark and I have, uh, we said from the beginning, anybody that wants to do that and anyone that needs help with it, we will help free of charge for sure. Like we don't charge to spend time with people that want to do that. But there are people now that are writing books through this method, um, other people whose gifts, they've had intuitive gifts that have opened. They don't even need the talk process anymore. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are getting messages about many things. I love it when people, you know, they'll they'll text me or call me and be like, hey, I got a random message about Glennis today. And it usually connects on Something. the same day with the same messages we've gotten. That's, once again, evidential. And evidence is very important. It wires, right? Absolutely. It causes mm-hmm. the wiring. Yeah. And I'm, a, you know, I'm a big believer, you know, I would not just be sitting here and talking from my own just experience. I want things that you know, are evidential that other people can see and other other people can actually experience themselves. Um, I don't want anybody to believe me or tap into, you know, what I'm doing. I really, because what I know is everybody's being called yes. to this awakening and to um, this same kind of service. It might look different. I, believe me, I don't think everybody has to go buy a 10-acre property and put up a healing house. But I do think every person has a purpose um, that will serve unity and yeah. uh, healing and this higher awareness, this, you know, higher consciousness, this mm-hmm. this um, higher dimension. And I think it's exciting and beautiful. And I think it's what people have been looking for. They they feel unfulfilled and they feel disconnected. And um, here we go. Yeah, yes. for sure. Absolutely. Here we go. You're right. Thank you so much. This is just the beginning. Like we're gonna keep continuing. This is just beautiful, and like mm-hmm. I can't. I'm, I'm so excited for the people that get to listen to this, you know, yes. and like yes. how this. I'll share with you after we get done, but like you, were, this really related to me a lot too. Like Wonderful. on something that happened in my life recently. Okay. That makes total sense right now. Yeah. yeah. That did not make sense to me before. Oh. So I know that that's happening to people that that listen to this and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's such a blessing and like, yeah, really grateful on the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful way Thank to take you. some. Oh. Thank you. Well, Thank, Thank you, you both May. for having me. It's it um, wonderful. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you on the next one. Yes. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you. Thank you.